6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Today marks the 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. It sank just hours after striking an iceberg at 11.40 p.m. on April 14, 1912. Well, tonight, from 6 until 7, Edmonton's Wayne McDonald will take on the role of Captain Smith on the TELUS World of Science stage and and recap what happened that night. Mr. McDonald has spent 65 years collecting souvenirs and artifacts from the Titanic. And Wayne joins me this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Jaylen. Thank you very much for inviting me. Wayne, I have to, I, I don't know if I should apologize or not for playing Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. I suspect you've heard it every time that you've done an interview. I love the song. Okay. I love and so did Melvina Dean, the youngest survivor off the ship. Oh, really? Yes, she was a good friend of mine. So how did you meet her? Um, I worked with Melvina's cousin. She was a colleague of mine. Her name is Doris Phillips. Doris and I worked together as uh, colleagues, and um, it was Doris that, inv- that introduced Melvina, the youngest survivor off Titanic, to me. Uh, I was d- absolutely delighted to meet uh, Melvina. Doris turns 100 on May the 18th this year. Wow. So- in a long, very positive relationship with her. So, can you give me an idea? I mean, you 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 met uh, Melvina Dean. What are her thoughts on being, you know, having that label as the the youngest survivor, and you know, so many years afterwards? Well, you know, Melvina um, uh, was never told that she was a survivor off really? of. By her mother, and she only learned that she was a survivor um, many, many years later. Huh. So um, it 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 was an event that that had a major impact not only on her mother and her little brother, but it had a long term impact on the family and how the family um, uh, managed to uh, survive and live over the years. Wayne, what was it for you that um, that piqued your interest in the Titanic and 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 you you becoming a historian, you becoming um, you know someone so passionate about the history of what happened? You know, I was so lucky. I was about six years of age, and I was on my way to Sunday school uh, with my father. And my father started telling me the story about Titanic because he had known a survivor off of the ship. And you know what? It just captured my imagination so vividly that I um, have collected anything and everything uh, related to Titanic ever since. And so I have been collecting for well over over 65 years, I think I have almost every book ever written about Titanic and her passengers. I possess a large collection of Titanic models, some very detailed, showing exactly how the ship sank and broke up and what it looks like now uh, on the bottom of the ocean. 
And uh, some of the interesting items that I've collected include um, I have a National Geographic coin that was placed on the bridge of the Titanic while pictures of the ship were being photographed. This bag of National Geographic coins was brought up and given out to the crew members who had discovered the wreck in 1985. Wow. I also have numerous um, autographs and letters collected over the years from Titanic survivors, and I have um, a number of very interesting artifacts. So, Wayne, um, where, do, where do you find uh, where do you find these these letters, the coins, the, the artifacts? I, I would think that most would be in a museum somewhere or tucked away in some family, I don't know, uh, safety deposit box, something like that. Not necessarily. Um, A number of years ago, I found, I came across a 1905 champagne flute that was once owned by um, John Jacob Astor IV, America's wealthiest man. Mm -hmm. The glass um, uh, has Astor and his first wife, Ava's portraits, engraved on the front. (laughs) with his floral design and stylized letter A for Aster, all embossed in gold. Um, So I was lucky enough to get this champagne fluid. Aster divorced his first wife in 1909, and then late, and then in late 1911, at age 47, he married 18-year-old Madeline Force. This was a huge scandal in 1912, and the first wife closed all the doors uh, uh, in New York society to the couple. And as a result, they headed off to Europe, and it was while they were in Egypt that they found out that Madeline was pregnant. Astor wanted to get back to New York as soon as possible so that his young wife could receive the best of doctor's care. And he booked first-class passage aboard Titanic, and the rest is history, And as he was lost aboard the Titanic. So I, I really love this uh, champagne flute. It really has an interesting story attached to it. Is that your prized Titanic possession, or is there something in that collection of yours that is more unique, means more, is, is even more rare? Um. These, I, these are only just a few of the things that I have um, uh, related to Titanic that I've collected over uh, the 65 years. But I must admit that my most prized association with Titanic was my great friendship with Melvina mm. Dean, youngest survivor off of the ship. Yeah. Uh, Melvina often came over to Canada, and we would participate in gathering, uh, in delivering gala Titanic dinners, uh, to which 550 to 600 guests would attend in 1912 period costumes. Um, These would have 10-course meals accompanied with entertainment between each course, and the items for auction raised thousands of dollars for needy charities. Milvina was an absolutely lovely and amazing person. She had a great sense of humor. She billed herself as a metaphor for having survived technology. And who doesn't feel that way these days? (laughs) 
Wayne McDonald joining me this afternoon. He is an Edmontonian and a Titanic historian. And tonight you will take on the role of Captain Smith and uh, make a presentation at the Teleth's World of Science where there is a really cool, the James Cameron exhibit going under and, and under the, uh, into the ocean and, and seeing the, the, the wreckage, uh, the shipwreck of the Titanic. Wayne, what, what is it about Titanic that you believe still captures people's imaginations why why are we still talking about it 110 years later you know there are literally thousands of stories related to titanic and i think um it serves to illustrate such interesting insights into human nature there was bravery there was cowardice but most of all uh, there was a whole breadth of of uh humanity on display and as a result um, it's a story that is of keen interest uh, to all ages, and I never have any trouble um, finding an audience that want to hear about the story. And in fact, on um, April the 15th and 16th, I will be at Beck Antiques and Fine Jewelry at West Edmonton Mall, where we have put together a fantastic display of a number of my um, collectible items and memorabilia, and it's free to the public. We would invite them to come out. I will be there on both dates from 10.30 to 11.30 and 2 to 3 o'clock, and I'll be talking about the items, and I'll be talking about Titanic. People can come and get their picture taken with me because I will be dressed as Captain Smith, and we will be giving away a free signed copy of, uh, from Melvina, the youngest survivor off the ship. It's a highly collectible piece. Wayne McDonald, uh, you've given me goosebumps through the entire conversation that we've had this afternoon, and I can't wait to hear you speak in person sometime and uh, pop by and say hi to Clinton and, and the gang over at Beck Antiques on the weekend. Let's talk again in the future. Thank you for this. You bet. Thank you so much for having me, and um, have a great evening. Yeah, you too. Wayne McDonald, an Edmonton-based Titanic historian, memorabilia collector, uh, marking with you and us this afternoon the 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic hit that iceberg 11.40 p.m. on April 14th, 1912.